Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Jay Cross, how good would you say you are at the guitar? I would say I... Your three choices okay. are beginner, yes. intermediate, yes. or advanced. Probably beginner. Okay, excellent. How would you like to move up to intermediate? I'd really like to be an intermediate guitar player. That's the only thing I've ever wanted to be. Good. That's about as far as you'll get. Yes. Unless Uh-oh. you use Guitar Tricks. Okay, tell me more. Guitar Tricks is an excellent website to teach you how to move from beginner mm-hmm. to intermediate mm-hmm. to advanced guitar. Okay. Whether you're just starting out or whether, you know... You could be, you should be better than you are. Like me. Indeed. Yes. Um, guitar Tricks uh, will help you move through those stages as a guitar player. And good for you, Jay Cross. We have worked together with Guitar Tricks to bring a 14-day free trial to not only you, but to the listeners of the Guitar Nerds podcast. So that means I can try it for 14 days, and if I'm not into it, just cancel it. You can, indeed. But... I'm probably going to be into it. I think you probably will. Okay. You'll notice a uh, swift advancement of your guitar skills. Excellent. So, do you want to know where you can get this offer? Where can you get the offer? Guitarnerds.net forward slash guitar tricks. Can you repeat that for me? I can. Guitarnerds.net forward slash guitar tricks. Is there um, like an app that you can use or do you have to do it on your computer? (laughs) Guitarnerds.net forward slash guitar tricks hello and welcome to the guitar nerds podcast i'm your host mark packham joined this evening or this morning even by matt knight Hello. Jay Cross. That's me. And Joe Brenton. Yeah, boy. Wow, we're off to a flying start. Recording Sunday morning rather than Monday evening. Um, Jay Cross hasn't had his coffee yet. I have not had a so coffee yet. He's basically useless. That's uh, not true. Joe Branton, uh, even sans boozage, uh, is awful in the mornings. I hate the mornings. Indeed. Oh, wait, it's, you did Dry March. I did do Dry March. And yes. now it's April. Yes, that's Why right. Why not drunk already? Uh, well, I did... That's I, an Irish coffee. I did, yeah. uh, I did go out, I did go out and, and for a mate's birthday, but I, I didn't really, I didn't really enjoy 
drinking in that. Oh, oh have you, is this a changed man? Well, you know, I'm just saying. I was enjoying. I, I was enjoying the. I, I tell you, I was enjoying the the notch tighter my belt was going. Yeah, uh, I and mean, that was pretty good. Before you were absolute bloater. So yeah, exactly. What yeah. have you done with the? Uh, <laughs> what have you done with the extra five hundred quid this month? Well, that's it exactly. Yeah, that was that was pretty nice. This is what, like what my, my wage went in, and there was still like a huge colossal chunk of money because it's not just the booze it's the it's the having the ebay app on your phone whilst you're drunk <laughs> yeah that, that, that's the real the, the real problem and also buying that uh buying that falafel on your way home yeah that you definitely did yeah need. there's the falafel on the way home there's the one you think it would be a great idea to start like a mini go-kart course in your house by purchasing five children's electronic cars okay that's yes. expensive. That's bad. Bad times. Yeah, I didn't really do that. But that would be a great idea. I sort of think that booze actually doesn't make you fat, but it's all the purchases that you make uh, around it that do. Yeah. Like, if you just drunk booze, you'd get skinnier. But if it's the kebab and the uh, bacon and egg sandwich in the morning, you know, that's the problem. That's, that's what does problem. it. Man, like, perky as ever, how has your week been? Uh, good. Um, in the final stages of marathon training... Which is, I basically have to eat lots of pasta and make sure I run every day just a little bit the before first, Sunday. The first bit sounds fantastic. The rest bit, the rest of it sounds absolutely rubbish. Oh, but you can come and cheer me on on Sunday. I'll be in Brighton. Have you got like a race number and Running stuff like that? Running my out. Yeah, I get that on Saturday. And then you can follow me on the Brighton Marathon app. Oh, there we go. I've done that last last couple of years. Yeah, you can follow me it. around the course. Do you run past See my how? house? Uh, don't run past your house. I might run near Jay's house though. Ooh, exciting! Maybe no, wait, maybe. We'll, um, we'll we do go out quite far. We'll put your race number up on the Facebook group, so if people are uh, in town on Sunday, they can come watch you uh, watch you run. Um, yeah, and yeah, maybe we might be down there as well and doing that. Anyway, um, big news week on the guitar front. Lots of little things. I guess we're in a, oh. bit, a bit of a quiet period now. Well, a quiet period. We're in like the week before music messer. That's well, yeah, that's what I mean. It's no one's really announcing stuff now. It's not like that's Nam. True. I think where people get the news out early. No. Um, I think it's more like. People just do it at Music Messer. And this year, I don't know how much stuff there's going to be. It's no, true. Not too many brands there. I've been, like, contacting brands to be to sort of find out, like, what, what, they're, what they're releasing, to see if there's any embargoed stuff so that I can leak it. Uh, uh, I the, mean, uh, on, write on it podcast, off. Yeah, <laughs> just, you know, talk about it early and things like that. Exactly. But surprisingly, like, a lot of people that I've contacted are like, oh, no, we're not, we're not, there's nothing new. Yeah. It's very, very little. Bear in mind, we're this close. I haven't actually done really any prep for it because no one's really announcing that much what there has been this week is a load of fake products announced um yeah yeah just i hate april fool's day i hate it so much i think the plan this week is talk about it on the patreon the five worst april april fool's things from yesterday i absolutely hate it lazy marketing day that's what it should be called yeah Uh, i i I think it's um it's all just Quirky rubbish. Yeah, yeah. Quirky, horrible marketing. Oh, you guys are lovely. Indeed, indeed. Shall we dive into some real news? Nude Apostle. Wow, that was different. No, thanks. Is that because we're doing Sunday morning? Yeah, Easy. why not? Okay, good, good. First up, Keely Electronics have announced the filaments distortion. Matt Knight, give us the deets. Um, so, Keely, sm- absolutely smashing it in terms of making products of the last 12 months. Uh, countless amount of pedals flying out of the, um, of the factory. This is a much 
I suppose, higher gain distortion. So something that they don't usually do. This is kind of more of a foray into, yeah, higher gain. Six controls. So you've got full EQ control plus presence plus level and gain. Um, and you've got three different boost switches, which I kind of really like. So you've got um, like a bright switch, a gain switch, and then an extra boost switch, um, which just adds a little bit more volume. So, yeah, I mean, it's basically an all-in-one high-gain hard rock distortion see, um, see and we what, know it's going to be great quality because i mean the keely stuff at the moment is just everything that i've seen or tried from keely is like really reasonably priced and like incredibly well built we're seeing a bit more of this aren't we with things like the um dunk uh, single duncan palladium like just good versatile high gain stages um yeah whereas you know people before would have gone for here's the death metal distortion here's the hard rock distortion um there does seem to be a kind of influx of like all-in-one high gain pedals yeah i think so and i think a lot of people are starting to run stuff like i've seen quite a lot of videos and a lot of people running um like these sort of distortion pedals straight into the effects loop return okay so using it almost as like a preamp right um but yeah i mean i think there's just more people out there kind of going well there's a lot of like Marshall in a box type things, but what other sort of high gain amps would you want that doesn't necessarily have that kind of mid push like a like a Marshall? Um, and yeah, this is kind of Keeley's sort of step into it because they're obviously really known for more recently the fuzzes they've been doing. Obviously, really well known for their super fat mod, which was originally based off their modded um, Boss um, BD2. Yeah, great delays. Obviously, the compressor. So this is the first time they've gone into something a little bit more high gain. Um, Keely have um, yeah, looks re- really good. Keely have really been firing on all cylinders recently. Like everything yeah. in the current catalogue is really top notch. Do you remember the thirty milliseconds double tracker? Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. 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 Absolutely love that pedal. What a great idea! And it was one of those things that like this is a really good idea that's really useful and usable, but no one else is doing it. Yeah, just that kind of ADT um, type double tracking is uh, yeah. is a cool thing. Yeah. It's used on, you know, if, if you're looking at like 60s records and stuff, it's used all the time. Yeah. Um, I guess most people would just do it with a kind of vintage sounding delay, but yeah, yeah, having a pedal that's kind of dedicated for that to get that almost that I kind mean, of warble as well. Yeah. They're kind of like a completely different company to what they were like 10 years ago. Because yeah. Keeley were just kind of like modded boss pedals and a couple of their own. And now it's just like all their own things. I mean, there's even some pedals that we haven't really talked about that came out last year, like the Luma, which was their reverb and fuzz. So you had like three different fuzzes and then three different reverbs. That that obvious with an combination. With expression pedal input and stuff. Um, you know, they did um, all the kind of like Memphis Sun, which was their like reverb and delay to kind of give you that sort of real vintage sort of um sun studio sound there was the the, the abbey chamber reverb oh yeah yeah and then all the workstations which were the, the kind of um they had a delay workstation a mod workstation and a tone workstation what was the idea behind those uh they're like multi-effects okay. so the for example the delay is a separate foot switch for delay and reverb which you can then blend between the two on each one and then a tap tempo um and the, there was eight reverbs and eight delays they did something similar with the mod station you know so there's quite a few versatile pedals out there um and a lot of kind of like fuzz and modulation or fuzz and delay pedals in one which i always think is quite cool because it helps minimize the size of your uh, pedal board definitely and we'll probably get we'll get a maybe a, a touch of flack for for it as well but they they look really good as well i love all the um 
all the finishes on the pedals they kind of have some that are more kind of straight up there's professional some, looking there's some yeah there's really some, yeah. basic kind of utilitarian designs there isn't yeah. there but then they've got some really yeah. cool sort of weird um you know sort of screen printed style pedals which are super cool really cool to see the kind of evolution of that brand from yeah pedal modder and kind of one of the more famous modders i guess it was him and analog man right matt those are the two guys doing the boss mods Matt. Sorry, sorry, you, you cut out slightly. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. So it was kind of Keely and Analog Man who I guess started off doing the, the boss mods. Yeah, yeah. I think, well, I mean, talking to um, talking to a lot of people at the moment for kind of future Patreon um, episodes, like a lot of pedal builders, and so many people started on boss pedals. I yeah. think because they were the easiest. You, I mean, you can walk into pretty much any store in the world and buy a boss pedal. And because of the way they're laid out on a circuit board, they were one of the kind of easiest things to kind of dial in and sort of mess around with um but yeah Ke- that's what keely kind of got known for and obviously they're now coming back with mammoth electronics who did the um the dd3 for me they're basically doing licensed keely mods to boss pedals that's a cool thing i didn't realize that so what they're just going back to the original kind of keely mods and offering yeah. that as a, as a service yeah yeah that, and they're all licensed from keely so they're all exactly the same circuit designs wow okay is that the exact same mods is that because Robert Keeley doesn't have time to do them yeah I mean they haven't because it wasn't until maybe last year I realised that Keeley hadn't got any modded pedals on their website and I think they've been focusing on their own thing for quite some time Um, but I always think the demand is there for the the kind of the Keeley stuff and I think Mammoth have been making enclosures for the pedal market in America and I think they also do a lot of their own mods and they approached Keeley and I think there was a, a thing there they were like yeah well we'll we'll do the old Keeley mods so That's- yeah you can basically go back and get all of those vintage as it were Keeley mods um done today That's super neat I'm into that in a big way I didn't realize that was um that was available Talking Yeah hopefully we're going to get a couple to review so Talking about things you can modify and things that are weird and wacky, Joe Branton, do you want to deliver the um, the next deets? Um, re- just released this week, a brand that you talked about before, Traveller Guitars, um, have announced the AG450EQ. Um, this is right up your street, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. Just the glee on your face. So the uh, so traveler guitars obviously are um, the, the, they make traveler guitars yeah right? yeah exactly and travel guitars are of course the future like uh, that's what we will all work towards that's why we've all got you know phones that are computers that we you're, carry you're around like in our the, pockets you're that's, like the iPhone seven headphone jack that's what this is of guitars <laughs> like completely uh, unnecessary well no this is absolutely the future I mean and 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 the other thing is of course a traveler guitar it, it needs to be small now this is a this is an acoustic from um, from the traveler guitar company and of course there have been small acoustics before um you know we've seen taylor do the gs mini that was their attempt yeah unfortunately for taylor what they lacked was vision um <laughs> uh, because what one thing that yeah, really, they made something actually useful and good well what i'm saying is headstocks do we need them um <laughs> yes well the answer is no because because headstocks make your guitar neck heavy for a start they're quite a long way away from you so it's it's harder for you to reach your arm out in order to tune from there what would make more sense is if everything's happening really around the body of the guitar so so there's no no need for you to reach around to the headstock no exactly (laughs) so what we're talking about is bridge uh tuners 
Um, and what would be better than having bridge tuners on an acoustic guitar? I can think of something better than having bridge yeah, tuners on I, an acoustic there's, guitar. There's, there's one thing yeah. in particular that's better it's, than that. Um, now, bear with me. Bit of a wild one. Um, headstock tuners on an acoustic no, guitar. No, 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 no. no? Bridge tuners obviously better because of their location. Now, but right. really think about that for especially the listeners because you won't necessarily have a picture of one of these in front of you like uh, like we do here. But think about that. We're talking about like bridge tuners like um status style bridge tuners on an acoustic guitar think about how that could possibly work badly i'd imagine well no it's not not badly (laughs) but the point is it's very difficult so what incredible skill traveler guitars have shown to manage to fit a bridge tuning system onto an acoustic not just any acoustic bear in mind traveler guitar make pint-sized guitars for you to travel around with easily they easily go in hand like well this one probably doesn't go in hand luggage but you know these they easily go in small places if you're driving around in a in in a uh, a smart car or something this this is ideal i mean you could definitely fit a normal guitar in a smart no, car not 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 with I mean, these i'm just gonna i'm just gonna put it out there surely though fine tuners on the bridge are probably more accurate and more stable than headstock tuners. Of course they are. Yeah, Br- bridge tuners. So actually, are the better. tuning system is probably slightly better than having Thank headstock you, tuners. Night. So anyway, so this is so exactly. So as Matt says, this has better a better tuning system certainly than um, than something like a Taylor GS Mini. Um, this is also full scale, which is most surprising. That I is, mean, I was not expecting that. No, exactly. Which which of course. Um, we all know from sort of things like the GS Mini that they don't really work. Like short scale acoustics is a is a terrible idea. It's fine. It's fine. What you don't get is decent string tension. Like even yeah. with sort of fairly heavy strings that are still playable on there, they are kind of a little bit rubber bandy. They do flap around a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Um, and 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 of course, I guess that is the problem. Generally speaking, on traveller guitar stuff, is you are going to have the low tension because they are almost always. Uh, short scale in some cases extremely short scale so do you um, need do you need double ball end acoustic strings for this um, no it takes normal strings does it okay yeah. Yeah. yeah and it strings from the bridge not from the headstock how does it attach to the headstock then uh, with like uh, a, it goes through a like a thread nut? and then ah uh, okay yeah Okay, I mean like a Floyd-style locking nut on top. Yeah, yeah. I mean that is always the worry with these kind of headless things. Is it you know you're going to struggle to find strings, and I'd imagine that acoustic double ball end strings are few and <laughs> far between. Um, what not, are you talking about? Yeah, I mean every yeah, brand makes every brand makes. Of them. course, why would they not? Um, so yeah, I guess if it uses like normal strings, then that's not terrible. But and, and what is super cool is this isn't just an acoustic; it's an electroacoustic, okay. which features a shadow preamp with a full. Uh, sort of a three-band EQ. It might not actually be a three-band EQ, <laughs> but but you know it's it's got EQ on there. Okay, and it's got a um, a tuner on there and a mini jack out for your headphones. It's also got an aux in. So why would you need headphones on an acoustic guitar? <laughs> you, so you can play along to oh, your and, MP3 and auxiliary yeah, yeah. in. <laughs> so so you. Can- so you can play a backing track. <laughs> Are you familiar with the Simpsons episode Homer's Car? No. Because, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get it. 
Um, no, this is an excellent guitar for uh, the measly sum of four hundred and seventy-nine dollars. <laughs> um, Traveller have released it for. This is a cool product. Travel guitars are the future. I'm not sure about this travel quest that you're going on, but um, headless guitars look cool, and travel guitars are the future. Joe, and this I think is wicked. I think the only way to um, figure out whether this to, to prove to us that this is uh, a good instrument is for you to buy one out of your own pocket and then go travelling for. As long as possible, just forever. Really. Yeah, yeah just, just, and then you know, get back in touch with us in, or don't, you yeah, know, just or don't. just, 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 you know, whatever you need to do, man. Send, send us an email. <laughs> what you should do is maybe if you go to like different countries and record podcasts and stuff there, um, and then we'll put it out. But it'll be Patreon only. Yeah, um, and it will so be with your new friends, the people who also like Traveller guitars. I'm sure there are plenty of people that like Traveller. Listen guitars, up, both Jay. of you are going to get on so well. It'd be Patreon-only episodes, but don't look for them because um, <laughs> you won't be able to because you can't be a Patreon subscriber because of business. Yeah. Uh, business Conflict stuff. Conflict of interest. Yeah, you can't. It'll mess so up the books. Just, just don't ever check whether they've gone up or not. Great. Um, anyway, we should do some more news. It also comes with a gig bag. Good, good. And when you're doing your gigs, uh, yeah. <laughs> you can uh, you can use that gig bag. Um, Matt Knight, this sounds like some news that you can speak to. A company called Even Midi. Sorry, some news that you can speak to. Yeah. All right. Um, Even MIDI have announced the H9 MIDI controller. Um, now, this when I first saw it, I thought this was an Eventide product. It doesn't look like it is. They just got a very no. similar logo. No, um, I and I saw this the other day and was like, this product is brilliant. Because if you've got an H9, the biggest problem with it is it's not pedal board friendly in the sense of setting up or changing presets. If you've got a MIDI controller or something, it's great because you can scroll up and down through presets. And, you know, if you're using it at home or in, in a studio situation, it's great because you've got it on desktop and you can scroll through or use the app. This basically allows you... It basically turns your H9 or two, up to two H9s into a foot pedal and gives you all the controls you want on physical knobs. So you can actually edit all the patches in real time without the need for the app. That's always what's confused me about the H9 is obviously, you know, it's an incredible processor and, you know, you can chain them together um, and, you know, there's lots of kind of wizardry you can do in terms of downloading new effects and yeah. stuff like that. But there's basically no controls at all on the front, is there? It's just preset no, select. You have to use the app. You have, basically, you, you have to use the app if you want to edit it. You can do it on the panel, but it's you have to basically hit X, Y, or Z, scroll to the, pre, the, you know, the thing you want to adjust, delay or whatever, then scroll up or down using the wheel depending on where you want, then go to the next. And it's like, and you don't even know what parameters are on that effect unless you physically scroll through it. So you basically have to use the iOS app or Windows or Mac to edit it. This puts everything via MIDI on a foot pedal that you can control with with real controls it's weird that it's limited to two h9s because you think that it's just like it was just switching between them so it's weird that you can't do more than two can you think of a yeah i don't know whether be? it's i think because you can basically run it in single mode or dual mode which allows you to do two different presets and i would have thought with midi it would have just been like midi out to midi in but maybe it's because it's the limit on the controls yeah i'm not really sure um but i've i've got in contact with them uh, about it and just kind of asked a couple of questions for guitar nerds about it because i think it'd be a cool thing to to show off because they Definitely. basically haven't done any videos on it um and it's just like this product seems brilliant because yeah. you could you can do so much with the h9 but you have to have the app and then if you've not got the app it basically limits the entire product yeah it's um 
it's a strange beast, the H9, and I'm, I'm surprised just how many pedal boards they actually appear on. It's, because cause it's like the M5, because the M5 is great, but the processing power is nowhere near as good as the, the H9, yeah. but the M5's got all the controls on the top panel, so it's yeah. easy to edit all the patches. It, so does, it, it, it does seem strange that Eventide haven't sort of addressed the fact or even this this issue i think it would just be too expensive yeah i'm I'm sure that must be the reason but i also don't think people would care you know you you see you look on like pedal boards of doom or um or on on like pedal boards on instagram and stuff you often see people with two three h9s like i people love that pedal and if they built something that allowed you to use multiples and you know control it properly people would definitely buy it even if yeah. if they bought out something in like a helix type format, you know, like a large pedal board yeah. that was built around the H nine. Completely. Um, yeah. Even Tide are a very odd company. I don't. I think that my understanding is that they sort of came from like uh, like rack, a pro rack, audio yeah. Yeah, rack yeah. background, and I just think that they haven't quite. I mean, maybe they just haven't quite realised. I, I mean, who knows? It just seems very. I mean, strange they've got all the algorithms there, but yeah, it's just it's just in a live situation. Yeah. I mean, with my, with mine hooked up to the ES8, it's brilliant because you can do everything over MIDI. Yeah, but can, can I think you... that's the problem. If someone bought a MIDI foot controller and an H9, you've got to sort of le- learn how to program MIDI as well at the sure. same time. You've got to understand how that works. Where this plugs straight in, and everything's pretty much instantly ported to it. Yeah, so it's just I think for most people there'll always be a bit of an oddity because there's no controls on the front you know it doesn't look like a multi-effects pedal even though that's essentially yeah. what it is it's kind of a brain of a multi-effects pedal with no yeah, yeah. controls so yeah this opens up um, some, some possibilities do you know roughly how much they are Matt? 249 euros Ooh, how much is an H9 these days? Uh, if you want the H9 Max which is the one that I to be honest I would always recommend going for because you get all the algorithms on it I think they're 600 quid okay so for under a grand it's basically uh the controller and the and the brain yeah. together so yeah because you can buy the h9 core which has got no algorithms in it but then yeah. you have to buy the algorithms you want and that each algorithm is like 20 quid yeah so it's max, it's almost you, worth just buying the max if you've got the max and then mm. you buy core you can mm-hmm. port the algorithms over yeah. can't you yeah yeah if you buy the max you can actually have up to five you could then buy four H9 cores yeah. and each one of those would be... That, in fact, actually, to be honest, that's what I, I did because I, a friend of mine bought a, a Max and he was like, oh, if you buy a core, you can just share my code. So I've oh, got access to his naughty. account and my H9 core is an H9 Max. Naughty. But if you go to sell it, it's still a core. Right. So it's not that you upgrade it and then it's like got all those in there. It's still like blocked in some way so it's only physically activated by a password so if you then delete the account off that h9 it's still a core wow you can't sell it as a max basically so what you're saying is for the moment you're just trying those sounds and at some point down the line you will definitely uh, make the full purchase and use all of those sounds um which you have paid for no (laughs) (laughs) okay good we should move on Um, talking about all things digital and all things um, weird uh, and things that I generally don't understand Joe Branton your favourite company Positive Grid have just announced a brand new delay pedal the Bias Delay that's true also Doug Wimbish has a gold plated H9 really yeah we we spoke about that he has two on his pedal board and one of them is gold right they gave it to him just not not, couldn't be bothered to get two matching ones just well I mean presumably different effects 
I uh, I tried living, uh, listening to quite a lot of Living Colour the other day. Oh yeah, it's quite dense. What it's quite tough about? to um to get through. Tough. Oh yeah. god, no, it's just they got some big so pedal boards. Stupid. Yeah, some big boards. Um, that tune, Cult of Personality, where uh, the guitar player has three guitar solos and they're all basically unintelligible. Yeah, yeah. that's what you Fantastic. want. Fantastic. That is what you want. Um, so tell us about the um the bias delay. So yes, Positive Grids, the people that gave us the bias amp and uh, bias effects, uh, which is obviously the best way that you can uh, record your guitar if you're using, uh, you know, if you're recording at home. Anyway, they're really good. Um, they've recently started outboard stuff. We had the um, the Positive Grid bias amp head, yep. um, which stormed onto the market to compete with the the Helix, the Kemper, and the DV Mark stuff. Uh, and Axe Effects, I suppose, as well. Um, and the Positive Grid amp head, I think, has been absolutely brilliant, if not a little bit, uh, well, dense. As uh, Yes, as quite a lot it. going on. There is a lot going on. They also, at the same time, released a drive pedal, um, and the the drive pedal um, was kind of exactly the, the same premise as the head, only it was specifically for drive effects uh, on the floor, and they've now done the same thing with delay. So... Uh, the the gist with these pedals is that they can be any uh, any in this case delay effect that you want. Um, just like the drive one could be any drive, so you can choose from their <clears throat> massive bank of sort of downloadable yep. uh, effects and port them onto the effect. It, it, it's the same chassis as they had for the for the bias drive, which gave you um, three presets A B. Uh, and C, and uh, and then with the bias delay, you also get a tap tempo. Um, in the same format as the as the drive one, you get like a rotary, so you can switch between uh, like a digital analog tape, space, reverse. You know all those things that you sort of expect to be uh, all, all those standard like delay presets. The 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 thing is that the weird thing I thought about the. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. 
If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. ...positive grid head, which is the case, again, on the bias drive and the bias delay... Whilst they've got all those presets, the digital analog tape space, yeah, it's kind of just a guide. Like you could put anything on, them yeah, of course, because yeah. you can put anything yeah. on on to the presets. So it's sort of like them suggesting. I don't know what. I just don't know why they bother. Because it's kind of like, well, if the point is you can make this whatever you want, why are you then sort of putting the labels? Does on it not work like a DL four though, where you've got the bass sound, then you adjust the parameters from there, and then you save that to one of the four presets across the front three presets three presets across the front no because you can yes. is what Matt no because I think it's a bit isn't it a bit like the TC Electronic Flashback X4 where you've got all those sounds and then you've got three preset slots but you can still edit the sound inside as well right yeah, yeah. Okay, it, I see. it is like that and also you've got the ability to um, create a pedal sound f- from scratch okay from component level so okay. you say like yeah. right, I want this I want to use this and this and this even down to I was reading about it even down to um, changing the virtual power supply uh, input so if yeah. you want like a really clean uh, sparkly um, uh, loads of headroom type delay then you can make it an 18 volt power supply right, okay. or if you want it really gritty and horrible you can cut it all the way down to 6 that's so six good 6 volt I think that's mad I think that's really really interesting I like, can, I like can the you, fact um, that it's all like crowd um, sorry cloud um, based as well so you can like create presets and then you can give them, send them to other people as well which is quite cool and you yeah. can download other people's presets it's all app based it's, and it and it's great because it's it, they're using as Joe said the exact same technology for the drive and the head it all works the same way. Can it um can it do that thing uh, like the DL4 with the power supply where when you plug it in in different places it will change the speed of the tap tempos that you've saved on the unit because <laughs> the power supply that's really shonky. Um, if it could do that, then yeah, I'm fully in. Um, my big question is how much is this? Well, yeah, that's the thing. The the, the positive grid stuff is really expensive. Um, I mean they they are like I don't know an exact price. There is it's around four hundred quid, Whoa. which is like what, that's I mean, what the drive nearly. was. Now this. Can but the point is this can be whatever you want it to be True. and that's why they're so brilliant and so versatile um, how the, far the, do you need to go with delays though like well, you this is it. pick the, up a set I know I keep parking yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually think delays where this works it was the drive one because yeah. I when um, when Harry the fella from Positive Grid came came down to show me the, the, the bias drive I was like he was like yeah you can do he explained everything how you can like take it apart at component level how great it will be and uh, and then he was like yeah and here's this uh, this one that I built that's based on the OCD Okay. And I was like, <laughs> an, an OCD is like 130 quid. Yeah. yeah. But like, yeah, there's all the other sounds. In yes, there. of course, I, of course. And that is the point. But what I mean is, is drives get really good at around 150 quid. Yeah. I mean, but, actually, you know, we, 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 there are great drives, 50 quid, but a, a really good drive around 150 quid. See, I there think is a delay. I think we're in completely the opposite camps in terms of guitar playing because I think for a drive, for me, that works way better. Really? Because I like a variety of drives with delay pedal delay pedals you know like i've got a dl4 but i could easily have a carbon copy or a dd3 um and that would be fine you know yeah. it's a delay pedal it makes the delays 
repeat. Well, uh, yeah, okay, but yeah, fine. no, but, but I mean, there I've, are like there are things I love. I love the dive bombing on a carbon copy, but at the same time, I love the recklessness of like um, the the DM2W. Yeah, um, you, you know, and 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 there are so many things that you could that you could include in this that you, you could build anything that you want and that makes it brilliant and, and actually the being edit down to component level is kind of what they had on the amp setting because of course you can access the preamp and the power amp on the on the amp version and change out change out valves and and components yeah, on the yeah. Amp. and i love that they've is gone it, that detailed is it one of those things though that they've added all that level of detail but it's so easy to make it sound terrible yeah you know, when like some companies kind of add all this stuff in you're like oh i'm gonna change all these settings and then you're basically like this is the worst thing i've ever heard yeah, and you yeah. go to like a normal preset and change the time and the effects level and you're like oh, this is great i i i agree on the head i really love the head and i love how much you can do but when when i was messing around with it um and uh um kind of trying to trying to tailor sounds i'd be like oh there's there's this sort of weird crunchy low mids thing that i'm not liking in this sound what should i do shall i edit it on the just the rotary tone controls on the front end should i go into the power amp and look at maybe changing yeah. some of the valves out in there should i look at the sort of components that are going in there? should i look at the cabs that i the 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 cab sim that i've got it going into or maybe the the sort of the load box that it's going into because they have you know virtual load boxes and things like that it's it's like where, where do you where do you start yeah, when you, when you, you find something you don't like yeah, where yeah. do you start yeah, 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 yeah how do you know what is causing that exactly to be the, the problem great for building from the ground up yeah oh it's limited like, like when you're using a preset unless you find one that you're completely happy with I it's think like a lego nightmare. set isn't it like yeah if you want to actually start from the beginning and go like okay well i'm thinking i want something marshally so i'll try you know these el34s or whatever um and i want this kind of cab or, or whatever you want to do but yeah if you just want to go for something on the fly really quickly just use the presets i guess yeah um joe Branton, you're just uh just waving some news in front of me oh yeah um, i thought we'd we'd missed out on some stuff well let's let's talk about this very quickly and maybe we can go into some more detail next week i'm quite uh, concerned that we've not done many questions over the last few weeks okay, so we should, okay, sure. should plow through some questions well um we, it was shared on the uh, on on the facebook group um but uh moore have announced uh, a load more pedals that they're going to be unveiling at music messer so i saw this and some of this stuff they've talked about already or has been seen yeah. already well we, we yeah. already spoke about the um about the tender octave yeah. pro um last week but um also that they're going to do a mod factory pro okay uh that's is, good because the mod factory is discontinued now isn't it and that's yeah, one that's that we right. always rave about in terms yeah, of exactly. getting was, into modulations yeah that that was the best thing on the market for getting into modulation the yeah. mod factory just because it did so much in such a small footprint for such a reasonable price of course the problem with it was that it was a micro pedal that that had every single modulation function <laughs> on it so difficult to actually use more yeah. than one thing in a live situation so the pro uh, obviously is now a, a double foot switch has more rotary controls and is much easier to sort of flick between presets and, and decide what you're going to go for so sounds loads more usable yeah it's going to be great and it's still going to be well affordable i mean the pro stuff is always well under 100 quid so yeah, I I just think yeah, I love more stuff. I think they 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 generally speaking put out high enough quality stuff for reasonable prices and they are a perfect way to get into any effect um and and a great sort of space saver. 
the other two things they've released are the most exciting things I think Moore have ever put out. Um, the one of which is their um, their red truck, which is their <laughs> such a good name. It's a great name, um, and it's kind of their first foray. Their first foray, I think, into multi effects. Well, obviously, the mod factory, I guess, is a multi effects. But their have first. They not, I thought they did. I'm sure they did something <clears throat> like that looked very similar to those Zoom G. NXs oh, or mate, whatever they yeah they do like a little two button multi effects I can't yeah. remember what it was called but it was like the Mua G something I think and it was okay. like a two button with an expression pedal but yeah it looked exactly like a, okay. a zoom multi effect yeah. well this is more Mua seeing uh, the Tech 21 um, fly rigs and decided yeah. to do something like that so this is a multi effects with tons of, well actually it's, it's a multi effects I guess also other than the fly rig kind of based off of the way Boss have done multi-effects where they keep everything rotary so um there are no there's no screen so that you're sort of hopping around awkwardly between effects everything's done with neat rotary controls and it's it, I, when i first saw the picture of it i thought it was going to be like them doing an rc300 it looks like very a big boss looper yeah it looks like a loop station yeah exactly but actually what it is is um uh, six individual foot switches six individual foot switches and bear in mind Moore as always have managed to fit this into a really sort of pint sized thing so you've got those micro rotary controls on, on everything so six rotary controls and then you get six sorry six foot switches and then six rotary controls on each foot switch yeah of course um, oh sorry on, on five of them because the sixth one is a tap tempo and a tuner so you get a tuning screen on that and you hit and then the rotary controls uh, the the foot switches are then revert, reverb, delay, modulation, distortion, and drive. Distortion and drive dealt with separately. Weird. Yeah. But I mean, I've I've just gone onto their website and there's so many pedals on there that I don't think I've ever seen announced or anyone talk about. Yeah. Do they still? It's do ridiculous. They, they still do those little square ones. Uh, they not by the looks down. of it, but right. I mean, they've got two dedicated acoustic ones, a yeah. different phaser. They've got a buffer, which I haven't seen. Um, new drives they've got three different pro reverb pedals or two different pro reverb pedals by the looks of it yeah yeah, that's right the shim verb and the uh, we spoke about blue sky yeah we spoke about that last week what was the the, something crab blues crab (laughs) that was a distortion oh yeah of course at NAMM they announced we spoke about sky verb sorry they spoke about um, they released a complete range of preamps which was totally cool they, yeah, yeah, they did yeah, like yeah. 8, 10 preamps something which like that haven't, I think we got a question about that actually later on well um, here's the thing oh no, wait, this, is the, this is the most exciting more release they obviously did all those preamps based on loads of great amplifiers yep. they've released a power amp okay they have released um, a the Baby Bomb 30 which is a 30 watt power amp that's brilliant is so it now, pedal format yeah in okay. a micro pedal so you can now that's gonna buy be one horrendous of, no that is going to be brilliant because you can now buy one of their preamps buy one of their power amps maybe get a couple effects you can have your entire amplifier and effects chain potentially and on, cab uh, yeah yeah and cab on potentially on a on a a a pedal train micro let me introduce you to the electroharmonics uh 22 caliber was yeah. it and yeah, 44 yeah, yeah. magnum they, they were, were not good no they, they were, were not, not good. good they were very breaky and also uh gave you electric shocks uh yeah. when you wow. um they were, they, on the microphone they, I, I do hope that the more is good 
because and you know it's I can't imagine that they've released something bad but no. that like the, those 22 calibers and 44 magnums were I mean they disappeared immediately the, yeah, well, you know the 22 caliber came out near like 15 years ago no it's about 10 years ago no it's not yes it is no yeah. it's not yeah, yeah. no it's probably so, even less than that yeah no, like, really you reckon yeah, it came out when I was working in the shop okay. came out like 2000 and Nine, yeah, eight or nine. The best person I've ever seen success. That is nearly ten years ago. Sorry, the best success with that was Reese from Bigfoot had one for a while. His setup, I think, was just his Les Paul into one of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Into a (laughs) tiny. He made it sound great, but that was probably one of the only times I ever heard it sound. I think the best I've ever ever seen it is when we used it for a video demo at GEC and ran a Kemper into it. So ridiculous. <laughs> so ridiculous. Anyway, well, it's good to see more uh, making waves in, in kind of that uh, that direction. Let's see how that pans out. And um, we might even be able to get one for a... Give it a little review. Oh, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Um, talking about reviews, just quickly, um, I, I think my favourite ever pedal demo that we've done went up on the YouTube channel yesterday. Matt demos the Mattoverse Warble Swell Delay Deluxe. Um, it sounds absolutely incredible like it sounded really good on the day um but it sounds so good in the video yeah i wanted that pedal yeah we're giving it away i haven't decided quite on the competition yet i was trying to keep it and you made me bring it back yeah sorry sorry there will be a competition going up probably in the facebook group um at some point in the next week or so um i haven't decided exactly how we're going to give it away yet but uh yeah check out the demo whoever comes up with the best way to give it away will win the pedal that's genius no <laughs> god how would that even work <laughs> uh, the um we've spoken about it before but that's a uh, a delay pedal that uh, what makes it so good is that it has an unlatching third switch that allows you to instant in- feedback basically yeah. kicks in a, the yeah. feedback loop and ramps up the uh, ramps up the feedback and what you get a that. brilliant what a brilliant way of making a delay completely dynamic do you know what the other thing uh, the other uh, good thing about it is the gain control on there adds like a really nice kind of vintage grip to the delay like Matt I don't know if you've noticed it in the demo but particularly on the first bit of playing that you do like this there's all this like grit that comes in when the delay yeah. comes in um, and you can kill it straight away either by turning down the gain knob or just knocking the delay off um, but it just sounds really really nice completely different to anything else out there um, which is yeah I mean just the sound just the sound on that video was just brilliant yeah. I was like if I if I was if I was like looking for a delay pad and I watched that I'd be like that sounds really good compared to a lot of other stuff that's on the market that's twice the price yeah thought that sounded amazing yeah the only downside is a bit difficult to get them in the UK at the moment he doesn't have a UK dealer but he is looking to um to sort that I believe um so hopefully they'll yeah. be they'll be coming in but yeah big kind of thumbs up from um, from guitar nerds I guess for the Matterverse Warble Swell Deluxe Delay Warble Delay Swell Delay, Delay Deluxe, Deluxe. Yeah. yeah cool um, shall we um, dive headfirst into a big old pool of questions question Stevie says yes. Stevie posted in the Facebook group and said, uh, this is my 2015 Deluxe Strat. It's one of 500 worldwide. Mahogany body, Shawbucker in the bridge, S1 switch, etc. I struggle with the modern C-neck, otherwise it's a fantastic guitar. Should I sell it or keep it? I've been thinking if I hold on to it a few years, the value uh, is going to increase, but at the same time, I don't play it much because of the thin neck. What should I do? The value will not increase! <laughs> um, I'm glad that we're doing this early and my neighbours will uh, enjoy that one. But Good. Um, yeah, so, Joe Branton, you think the value will not increase? A mahogany-bodied Stratocaster. Which... With S1 switching. S1 switching, the biggest failure of all oh, switching on. types it's of not, all. It's 
it's definitely not a bad guitar it's just maybe not what people are looking for in a strat so very cool that it's limited edition cool it's mahogany body and you know how is that cool well doing something very different you know humbucker mahogany body strat is not going to sound like a regular strat it's going to sound like a big kind of beefy powerhouse guitar mm-hmm. um, and probably sounds fantastic those shawbuckers are generally pretty well regarded um, mahogany bodies in general are chunky sounding so it probably sounds great I would say that the chances of it increasing in value because it's so far removed from what a regular Strat is yeah. Yeah. even though it's limited edition probably not going to go up I, the, think, I think the only way it, could it probably pop- will in about 25 years well I <laughs> so, think yeah. the only way it could possibly go up in the short term is if Joe Bonamassa completely bought and started to play one you know that like or someone like that but I just I just don't think that's going to happen and no. if it does happen then Fender will quickly release a Joe number of, of like uh, mahogany bodied strats uh, you know very very cool guitar but if you're not into it then I think probably move it on yeah definitely else. definitely if, if you can't get on with that neck um, and modern seas I guess are fairly shallow um, and I guess if you've bought a mahogany body guitar with a humbucker you're probably into Gibson Les Pauls, type yeah. things <laughs> so yeah it's a bit of a it's a bit of a weird anomaly that guitar very cool and like you say great that it's uh, limited edition is it going to go up in value? Probably no. not. Time to move on and get something that you actually want to play. Funnily oh. enough, they've done some successful Telecasters in that format. Mahogany body with a uh, humbucker? Well, yeah, mahogany bodied humbucking Telecasters. Really? Well, it works as a Tele. It I, doesn't work as a Strat. What guitars are mahogany body in hum, with humbuckers? Well, I, they... they, they did them all the time. I can't think of a specific one, but there was. Uh, they've done I'll tell you mahogany. one. Yeah, go on. Thanks, man. Go, on, Matt. Uh, not from Fender, but that's what I've got coming oh, in yeah. the Friedman mahogany <laughs> okay. body with two humbuckers. They definitely did. The, um, and wasn't it the does el- sound great. It does sound really nice. Wasn't the Elite uh, the the uh, the Fender Elite the old Elites? No, they were mahogany, weren't they? The no. the they were really heavy. The eighties ones. Oh, I don't think they were mahogany. I think it was just bad time for guitars in general, oh, right. and they're just really heavy. I can't think of a single mahogany-bodied humbucker Telecaster. Really? I'm yeah. sure there were. So, I don't care. Too early. <laughs> good, good, good. Joe Bratton's given up. Um, so, uh, Mike says, after trying to uh, trying plenty of guitars in 15 years, I've been, uh, I've been playing... And, uh, wait... After trying plenty of guitars in the 15 years I've been playing and having owned about 10 electrics, I now have a question. Are there any more affordable uh, mid-range guitars uh, which have good stock pickups? So basically he's saying mid-range guitars generally do not have good pickups. Um, is there anything that kind of bucks that trend? Jay Cross. Let me let me bring us back to oh, the old school. This is old school. Let me bring us back to the old school. It's been a couple of months at least. <laughs> and let me tell you my two favourite words. Baja Telecaster. Yeah, boy. The best guitar you can buy for under a thousand pounds. It used to be under five hundred pounds. Used to, no, I don't think it was ever. <laughs> No. I think it was always just over 500 It was like five, four, five. Yeah, or something, something like that. Best guitar you can buy for under a grand. Uh, great pickups. Twisted Telly yep. uh, in the neck and No Caster in the bridge. Yeah. Fan bloody tastic you're going to say fan fretted then oh, yeah. fan, fan fretted <laughs> Baja Telecaster Matt Knight can you think of anything uh, Reverend yes 100% I think the pickups in those straight out of the box fantastic um, pretty mid priced from 599 to 999 which I suppose is really what you class as a mid priced guitar now yeah that's um, yeah definitely definitely um, they're all 
is Railhammer the brand of the pickups they use? I think it's the brand that's owned by Reverend. Yeah. yeah. Um, and if I remember yeah. rightly. It's the, the, the person who started Reverend, whose name I can't remember, he then also formed this pickup company. Yeah. Yeah, but Railhammer is what they're called, isn't it? Because I thought that might be yeah. the model, but no, that's, that's what's in the Billy Corgan anyway. Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. Yeah, that I think blew us all away last year. If you go back and listen to the Gear of the Year episodes, you hear us kind of um, heaping praise on the Reverend uh, Billy Corgan guitar. But I mean, mainly for the setup, but also I think we we're all quite impressed with how good quality the pickups were for a, for a guitar of not a huge amount of money. Joe, uh, yeah. Joe B, can you think of anything? Yeah, uh, Jackson put out. Um, the, Jackson did their their Misha Mansour. Um, uh, signature range uh, last year and they were all like two and a half grand for um, for a guitar but they they just put out um, a load of um, kind of 600 pound uh, Misha Mansour's and what uh, pickups are in there? Um, I am just looking it up okay on good. a very good very what, very slow website while you do that I am um, I'm going to give a shout out to the uh, PRS SEs I always have thought the pickups in those are not terrible um, <laughs> that's uh, real high praise well, in, in such as they're not a name brand pickup so you're not you know like you're not expecting Seymour Duncan quality or yeah, yeah. you know Demarcio or anything like that. Um, but for particularly on the low end ones, I always kind of thought that they were really good for the price that you were paying for the because the guitars are great value anyway. Um, and I kind of think that the pickups in there have been pretty good over the okay. years um, and definitely worth kind of mentioning. You know, they're certainly above the quality of, that you get in Epiphone or squire, high end squires yeah. and stuff like that. So. I mean, if you go to if you go to the S2 range, so sort of like 1099 to 1299, so a bit above kind of a, a normal mid price, the yeah. pickups in those are amazing. Yeah, yeah. And those like, as in the Vela especially, I think the selection of pickups, which are their own pickups and own pickup design in the neck, they sound brilliant. I guess we should also shout out the low end Gibson stuff, you know, things yeah. like SG Specials and, um, you know, that kind of entry into the Gibson range yeah. have always They're had. Usually they? 490s, aren't they? Yeah, I don't like them. Which. Well, they, I think yeah, they they can be a bit marmite because they can be a bit like harsh. I think yeah. sometimes depending on what sort of thing always you're after. Favored by metal players, which is why the SG specials and stuff have always worked really well. Is because straight out of the box, you know, if you're a metal player, you've got a mahogany body guitar that with a finish that could be like beaten up straight away. Yeah, yeah. And you've got four ninety T's in there and four ninety R. Yeah. Um, which is like four ninety eight R, I think, isn't it? Four ninety eight R and four ninety T. I think something like that. Something. Um, yeah, not nippy. And um, they are a great pickup for metal because they have got this kind of harsh but yeah. they've got you know real I, kind of I, modern sound I don't like them I had an SG for a very very short period of Did time you? yeah I don't remember that at all yeah I, I bought it and it had uh, it actually had um, some EMGs in it uh, <laughs> oh yeah so you left those in I left those in no I um, I bought it I had it had EMGs in I can't remember what they were they were just whatever what are the standard EMGs 8185s yeah it had 8185s in it um, and I took them straight out and put in some uh, yeah some 498 a 498R and a 490T or whatever way around it is yeah um, I just I just didn't get on with it at all didn't get on with it at all and uh, yeah sold it very very quickly Joey B tell us the pickups in this Misha oh, well, Mansour they're, the, they're MM1 so the Misha Mansour they're, they're you know Jackson's own but they're uh, they're based on um on bare knuckle 
uh, nail bombs. Okay. And, uh, so what's and in the really expensive good. model? Is that the bare knuckles? Bare knuckles, yeah. Right. And, and, um, but, but also, we should shout out um, Washburn's Ola England model, yeah. which of course comes with... Uh, with Seymour Duncan's, I can't remember the what blackouts. Ones. Yeah, the blackouts. Yeah, exactly. And that's that's you know an affordable, yeah, mid-price yeah, price guitar. Isn't yeah. that funny that um, you know B- Bare Knuckle have gone from being a company who uh, make pickups based on other people's pickups to now being a company who other people make pickups based on their pickups. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. I just that's I, weird. I think that's really funny. You know, that's very very weird. Um, actually, Schecter. Um, uh, their their whole sort of 2017 range. They've got a whole series of guitars that feature the um, what's the name of the the pickup that is an Ebo? Uh, oh, Sustainiac. Sustainiac. Yeah, they've got a whole range of guitars that have Sustainiacs. Who do in them? Schecter. Schecter. Yeah. Oh, okay. Exactly. So and they're not mega money. Not mega money. No. I mean, sort of varying from like six seven hundred pounds up. But I guess that just about counts as mid price yeah yeah oh definitely um, definitely yeah and and you know just if you want something different i, I can't recommend more picking up a, a yeah. anything with a sustainiac in it but check to do a whole range of really good looking like sort of gray burst i always wanted to hate the, uh, the sustainiac and then um do you remember at gak when we had the jackson pc1 the, or pc3 uh, Paul colin phil yeah. colin from phil colin Def Def Leppard. So, yeah. um and it had been there for years like i think one of them had been there like eight or nine years or something um because obviously you know not a hugely fashionable guitar player um and i just got it down off the shelf one day and like put a plugged it into a 5150 or you know 65 or five or something and just played around with it and turned the sustainiac on and i was like this actually is the best invention ever. It's like <laughs> I just don't know where fun. you can buy them from. Yeah, I what, don't th- separately? I don't think you can now. I think they only supply them with guitars. Uh, maybe that's because I was looking at the um, the Vond, the Paul Vo Vond, who was the guy that invented the Sustainiac system for the Moog guitar. Oh yeah, and he's invented like a new Ebo basically, but it's like a small pen. Okay. That you hold instead, so it's much easier to use. And I'm I'm really tempted to Definitely. to buy one. Drop him an email. See if we can get one. Uh, yeah, because I think these, they're in the prototype stage at the moment, so it's kind of like a Kickstarter, and I'm like, okay. do I? Yeah, do it, not cheap. Do yeah. it, do it. Um, with that, we should probably wrap this episode up. If you want to hear more, you can get an extra half an hour of Guitar Nerds content every week by going to patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds. From as little as $1 a month, you can support us. Um, you get the main episode an hour early and without any ads. From $5 a month, you get an extra half an hour of Guitar Nerds content guaranteed every week, plus access even to all the previous episodes. It's like 70 or 80 hours worth there. Um, And uh, any interviews and stuff that we're doing, um, there's bits and pieces going up there all the time, including Branton's Ranton, the series where Joe talks about stuff that he hates in the guitar world. Um, And from $10 a month, you get access to our exclusive executive backer tier like these people have. (coughs) Um, oh, WrestleMania. What are you doing? Uh, Rich Derek, Connors, Chris, Joyce, Andy, Merkel, Steve, Tom's Blair, Mancha, Carlos, Macro, Andrew, Crossmark, Short, JD, Mackenzie, Andy, Page, Brad, Corrigan, Paul, Godfrey, Jack, Claire, Will, O'Brien, Scott, Quine, Matt, Thompson, Phil, Anstis, Laurie, Graffit, Moog, Anderson, Colin. WrestleMania. You did all right there. I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna laugh it up yeah, in a yeah. big way. Anyway, um, you if you want to get involved uh, with the pack. Anderson Collins sounds like someone I really want to be mates with. Hi, I and like Rich Derek. 
<laughs> big big money rich d um if you want to get involved uh with the podcast you can submit questions and stuff and chat to other podcast listeners in the facebook group facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash guitar nerds forum um you can also follow us on uh twitter and instagram at guitar nerds um i guess you could follow us individually on twitter not matty he's dis- he's deactivated his oh, i'm no, considering I'm gonna deactivate, deactivate mine. mine you're gone j cross might be the last man standing j a y b n one with that we'll um see you next week bye 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 farewell When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.